Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello! Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Was I here last week? I was. So it's been a long week, so I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, it's been a great week because the sun has been out. It's gorgeous. It's getting warm, and we're actually having a summer. It started, and it's here. By golly, Mm -hmm. it's here. It's hot, and hot, hot. our summer concert series has been going gangbusters. Awesome. I know I've missed the last couple concerts because I was doing Mamma Mia. Right? Yes, and you were. I'm done now, and it was fun, and I'm glad I'm done. Yay! Because I'm tired. I'm glad you're done too. Not miss, because you were great. I know. But I missed you. I know, and I miss I missed the concerts. I know. I was sad, so I'm excited to go. Well, I'm. It was great last night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, whoever was there, it was awesome. Right. And I love serving the beer, and I just love the open nights at the Riverstone concerts. Mm -hmm. So don't forget, every Thursday, Riverstone concerts in the summer. 6 to 8 8 p.m. They're free. It's so much fun. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, what else did you do? What? Oh, tell me you had an issue today what was it i spent the entire day in front of quickbooks trying to get my husband's stupid (laughs) accounting done because we still haven't filed our taxes and we need to so um oh my brain is fried i know it's so hard i yeah i you know recently well in the last couple years took over my husband's books and bookkeeping for his um, company, Ovation mm-hmm. Company, right? you know, and he's an educational speaker <clears throat> for mm-hmm. the last 20 years. And oh my God, QuickBooks is not my friend also, yeah. but I will say in my favor, there was a school that did not pay, yes. but said they paid. Uh-huh. And I went through my books and I went through my bank and I did everything and I went back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, they did not pay. And they said they didn't. And I went through and I went through and I was right. Yay. They did not pay. So they owe us money. And I was thrilled because usually I blame myself because right. I'm like, it's got to be me. I know. It's usually I'm, me I'm too. I'm like, I must have put that User with the wrong error. school. Yeah, it's got to be me <laughs> always. So yeah, QuickBooks is hard. So for all you accountants, we love you. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> I just want to say. It's the art of, of doing numbers and yeah kiss your accountant today or yeah. give him a hug or send him a coffee <laughs> exactly god love him math is hard that's our that's my point for today math there you is go. hard math is hard but anyway it boggles my mind <laughs> I know. thank it god hurts. the quickbooks adds things up for you it does yeah it is helpful, but oh, right. it's not fun. I don't enjoy it. Anyway. So this weekend, you're going to see um, oh, the Divas yes. show. Sandra Mar- Marlowe? I'm saying it wrong. Sandra Marlowe. Oh, that's right. Okay. The Divas gay, at the Jack. I'll be there tomorrow night. Gay Kruger. Yeah. Gay, gay Kruger Ribble. Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, I'm looking forward my, to it. That, yeah, for sure. But you've well, got... Well, since my brain is fried, I'm really looking forward to a little inspiration. Yes. And we have How an perfect. inspirational speaker here today. I'm so excited. And we excited. would like to welcome Jessica Bonar. Hello. Yay. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you for coming. Thanks for having me. We're so rad. excited. So my first question is, what makes a person want to go uh, into into 
inspirational speaking. Oh, okay. So I would hate, I can't speak for everybody. Just going to speak for me. I think that's that's why. So several years ago, I had the opportunity to do this kind of development workshop and, and, um, and in it, we created our purpose statement. And um, my purpose statement is that I must inspire people with simple solutions to complex problems that will change their life. Ooh. And so my ability to do that in all areas of my life, when you, when you are feel like you're actually meeting or fulfilling your purpose is when you and the universe are like in lockstep, right? And when I am doing public speaking, when I'm doing inspirational speaking, that is when the universe and I feel like we are in lockstep. And, um, and it is, uh, a different kind of magic. So oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I have heard you speak and you are magical. I, I remember you. leaving and I can't believe that, that, that was four years ago. Cause but it was pre-COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I left there thinking, oh my God, I can do this. Yeah. Really, it was awesome. I, love that. <laughs> I know. I love that. <laughs> I, um, I, I would say I've been talking forever. When I was little, my parents would say, we'd all sit at the dinner table and my parents would go, Jessica, you have to take two more bites before you're allowed to talk. <laughs> like everyone else would be done eating. I'd have a full plate still because I'm like, bark, 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 bark. So I've always been talking, um, but it's, it, then the question becomes, at what point did you have something to say? Mm-hmm. And what point did you have something to say worth listening to? Yes. Because those are all different, right? I had, mm-hmm. a, I had a lot of nothing to say for a long time. But um, I gave the speech, I gave a speech at eighth grade graduation even, that um, there is something inside for me. Somebody said, how do you get over the nerves of it? And I said, oh, I don't actually have them. I don't, um, you know, the way that some people that are, do like structural steel iron work and I go, how do you get over the, your fear of heights? And they go, oh, we don't have it. Like we just weren't born with it. Yeah. Wow. And so I don't have, I get excited. I get pumped. I get focused. I, you know, I get, um, but I don't get nervous. Mm-hmm. And so it fuels me before I get to go, um, mm-hmm. in front of people. And, um, and so, and then if somebody's like, Hey, can you, can you just do this for us real quick? You know, last minute I'm like, Hey, yeah you know we were at a function for my son's uh fundraiser for my son's school several years ago and all of a sudden I was on the mic and he turns to his friend and goes betcha they asked her to do that five minutes ago yeah and, <laughs> and we were on a break and I introduced somebody blah 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 and he goes hey I didn't know you were gonna do that and I go no they just asked me like five minutes ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you. I'll do it <laughs> yeah so yeah. yeah it's been awesome that's cool. So what kind of um, education or how, how, how did What's you your get, background? Yeah, how did it background? start? Yeah. Where are you um, from? Well, okay. So I would say um, that I, um, having always loved being in front of a group and articulating all sorts of different things, like I, I worked at the Coeur d'Alene Croc Center for a period of time in the youth aquatics department, mm-hmm. and I did kids safety things for third grade swim, like, let's do that, I can make that fun, you know, mm-hmm. um, and informational stuff to new members, and so so you give me a mic and I'm, I'm a happy girl, but when you get to say something that might be a transfer of inspiration, mm-hmm. um, that's a whole different kind of you know, um, excitement. That's a whole different kind of, um, uh, power's not the right word. Like it's, it's a whole different kind of 
powerful experience that mm-hmm. you get to participate in, right? Meaningful experience. So uh, I'd be, I, I'd be, I'd be lying if I said I went to school for this mm-hmm. or that I studied yeah. or that I went to the reality is I went and suffered a whole bunch of pain and mm-hmm. um, most of it self-made misery. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm kind of an expert in self-made misery, <laughs> like mankind and human, you know, humankind mm-hmm. can help me out too from time to time and, mm-hmm. and give me some grief to deal with. But, um, but the reality is for me, it, it has been the challenge of, um, of overcoming some really difficult times in my life and coming out the other side as mm-hmm. a woman of grace and dignity. And I didn't know, I didn't start that way. Right. If we're being candid. Yeah. Right. Um, I did, I was not a woman of grace and dignity. I was not somebody that I could stand in the mirror and look and smile back at myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I always wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, um, Several years ago, I had the opportunity to start sharing some of that mm-hmm. in um, in some uh, uh, church settings and in some personal settings. I'm involved in recovery and being able to share that in a group setting or a one-on-one setting about the fact that there is there is no expiration um, there's no expiration date on the opportunity for a good life. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the key. You meet everybody, all walks of life that have um, have come to a point of despair, and they think it times up. That's it. That yeah. ship has sailed. Right. And um, and that's the reality that that I've been able to understand finally, uh, fully to the best of my ability that there's no expiration date on the opportunity for a good life. So I've gone into the Kootenai County Jail and shared that with women in the, mm-hmm. in the county jail and um, and then in, in different areas too, right? I speak on like leadership and so I've spoken in corporate settings and the Coraline Chamber breakfast and things of that mm-hmm. nature. Um, I also do um, trainings and talks about giving powerful presentations mm-hmm. um, because just because we're a sub- subject matter expert in something doesn't mean that it was a compelling presentation or that everybody was like, oh, that was great because right. we, we want to take that knowledge, but we need it to be transferable. So right. we need it to be in a format that is, um, that is audible, right. Mm-hmm. And digestible mm-hmm. so that the inspiration is transferable. So someone can take something and do it like actionable. Right. Right. Um, but then the, the personal inspiration side is really where I feel like, um, that's when, like Kristen said, she'll make you laugh and she'll make you cry all within a two minute period. But, <laughs> and and the thing is, I'll cry with you, you right. know, so I mean, I'll cry from stage. So yeah. I don't know why I don't wear waterproof mascara. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's going to be a change. Have you ever make. thought of speaking with kids? I have. And, mm-hmm. um, and I've spoken to some youth um, and different youth group mm-hmm. kind of environments. Um, but I, I think that I have found it more powerful when they're, um, when I'm connecting with some people who are young adults mm-hmm. or, or through, um, through adulthood and various phases of adulthood, mm-hmm. because, um, I didn't experience any man-made misery really in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have a burdensome childhood. I didn't mm-hmm. have, um, dysfunctional right. parents or, or anything like that. And so I think uh, it feels disingenuous for me to then go to them and talk to people who are to, to young people who are in pain based on their current environment, which isn't something I can relate to. I can have sympathy for it, but not empathy for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but when we get into, um, 
late teens, early 20s and older, then there's enough of us, there's enough like common ground of, um, of you know, you can make a bad decision or two and everyone sure. can recover from that. But if you make enough bad decisions in a row mm-hmm. is when you find yourself in the pit of despair. Right. Mm-hmm. And the pivotal moment isn't when you find yourself in the pit, it's when you believe you belong there. Yeah, right. that's when you're actually screwed. Yeah. So that's I think tends to be the time that I have the the most transformational conversation is people who we maybe we all got to the pit of despair and it looks a little different, the wallpaper's a little different, but there is a familiar pain mm-hmm. and that's what binds us and mm-hmm. that's what moves us mm-hmm. and um and inspires us that there's an opportunity out of the pit. Like, hey, let me get a ladder. Yeah. I, <laughs> here right. we go. You know. Right. So moving yeah. on from this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you have a uh, a favorite story to tell about speaking like is it was there one that was particularly impactful or um or just fun Mm. I would I I actually just spoke at a women's conference about a month and a half ago and it was an idea that I've I've spoken on a couple of times but it was just um it was so moving for me to participate in that um, it's the idea and then this idea has like four million you know ways it can go right right but it's the idea that we live in this polarizing world of um, either or mm-hmm. I am this or that I'm winning I'm losing I'm succeeding I'm failing I'm um, I'm right I'm wrong I'm good I'm bad I'm whatever but the the reality is what if we talk about that I'm both. Mm-hmm. Not only like to say like, right, okay, not, like I'm winning over here and I'm losing over here, but what if we talk about the pursuit is actually to honor both? That I am winning and losing, I'm succeeding and I'm failing, and I am good and bad, I'm making good decisions, I'm making bad decisions, and that mm-hmm. that um, that when we look at our whole effort is to push everything over to one side of the pendulum so that we're all on the good side. Like it's all over here and all efforts are made to get it as swung over as far as possible. But when the pendulum is at greatest peace is actually when it's at the bottom, mm-hmm. when it is literally straddling one on each side mm-hmm. and that I need to be pursuing a life of both and instead of trying to just be this. Mm-hmm. And so if we look at things like, um, I am a strong, independent woman. Okay. So for years, people were like, oh, you're so strong and you're this and you're that. And and they would say that. But what I knew was that I cried all the whole way to work yeah, that right. day. And, and so I'm very like, strong. Oh, yeah. Right. So you I may think I hear it. Right. But you think I'm strong, but I know that I lost my business in the car the whole way to work. And <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. and, and that I thought it was disingenuous and that it's some sort of front and it's, but it's not, it's, it's the fact that I am both. Mm-hmm. I am a strong independent woman because I felt fatigued. I felt emotionally fatigued. I honored my fatigue by taking the world off my shoulders, setting it down and crying and losing it, falling apart. Mm -hmm. That gave me the strength and power to pick the world back back up again and put it back on my shoulders and trudge on. Mm -hmm. But for years, I thought I was one or the other. And I thought, Mm -hmm. if you thought I was strong, it's a farce because I knew I fell apart. But the reality is that I am both this and this. And so that when I do fall apart. I used to also be like, I'd start to cry because I want to be vulnerable and honor my feelings, but I'd also put some sort of, you know, arbitrary time limit mm-hmm. where I'm like, 
and then I'm like, okay, clean it up, girl. Right. <laughs> That's no. enough. Grow and, up. Right. And Put then your then big it's girl like, panties on. Right. And it's like, why? Yeah, I'm not right. done. I'm sorry. This is, yeah. oh, two whole minutes. Apparently, that's the time limit yeah. of losing your mind for the day. Like, you know? Yeah. And, and to honor both, like, that that I get to be both. Or, mm-hmm. so this talk that I did with that theme was about being a leader and a follower in different areas of my life. Mm-hmm. And it was really, it felt incredible that I'm a leader and a follower in my workplace. I'm a leader and a follower in my relationships. And I'm a leader and a follower in my own life, in my own hula hoop, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and that, that we need to be pursuing both and we're not failing if we're one or the other. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. Hey, ladies. Have you heard about Nia yet? Hi, I'm Marilee Wallace. I'm a proud board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and owner of Nia. That's short for the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in leadership development, specifically focused in connecting women to programs and workshops and the network to educate, empower, and enrich their lives. Our goal is to make positive impacts in our community while helping other women in North Idaho succeed. Next up is our Women of Impact Leadership Roundtable Series and our Women with Cool Jobs event. Those are both kicking off in the fall, so I hope you'll look us up. You can find us on Facebook at Women of Impact CDA or just give us a call at 208-660-1557. Go out and make it an impactful day. So don't you have a story that correlates with what you were just speaking about? Oh, with a leader and follower. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, so I'm, <laughs> I'm like, don't I have a story? I have a million. That's I my know. job. I'm a storyteller. <laughs> but I, when we talk about like being a leader and a follower at, um, at work, the, sometimes it's the reality. Like we know we're, some of us are in positions of leadership, regardless of whether or not we were born with any leadership skills. Some of us were put in positions of leadership. So we've got some work to do regardless of whether it's our God given gift. Right. And so people pursue leadership growth and things of that nature. And then we look at being a good follower, like a good teammate and a good um, supporter of the people around us and our team and things like that. But then I, uh, I also have shared that there's times that you don't even realize you're leading, right? Mm-hmm. And so those, there was this moment for me. So I work at Advanced Benefits. We are an employee benefits um, broker. So we help employers all over the region offer benefits to their employees, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's a smaller office. It's um, locally owned. So we call it a boutique. We're not national. You know, like we don't have stock brokers. Right. We get to run our lives. Right. It's mm-hmm. pretty rad. So I'm in the office and it's like a Friday morning and this fellow employee knocks on my door. She goes, Hey, can I talk to you for a sec? I go, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Comes in, closes the door and starts talking and starts sharing her life Mm. and starts crying. Mm. And so we talk and we listen and I listen. And, um, eventually she takes deep breath, (sighs) says, thank you. And we hug and she leaves. And a couple hours later, somebody else knocks on the door. Mm. Hey, can I talk to you for a sec? And like, I'm like, sure. I mean, that happens all the time, right? You're just assuming that it's a project or whatever we're working on. And I have a question for you. And, um, and this, this second, uh, coworker comes in and she sits down and she starts sharing about her life and she starts crying and she starts sharing what's going on. And I listen and we talk and, um, eventually she takes a big, deep cleansing breath and, and we hug and she says, thank you. And I go anytime and she leaves 
And a couple hours later, <laughs> that afternoon, there's a knock on the door and it's someone that I don't really work with. Like we're a smaller office in terms mm-hmm. of staff, but but it's somebody that I don't I don't know her very well. We don't work with each other on any of our client service stuff and um so it's like, you know, all staff meetings I see her at, etc. But she she knocks on the door and says, "Can I can I talk to you for a sec?" And I go, "Sure. Of course you can." And she comes in and she closes the door and she starts sharing about her life and she starts crying and I listen and we talk and eventually she stands up and takes a big deep cleansing breath and she says, thank you. And she leaves. And in that moment, well, first... First, I realized after the third one, oh my God, I'm the office mom. Like, <laughs> right? Oh my God. Right. I was like, man, this is some sort of BS. How did I clearly suggest I'm at least 10 to 15 years older than everyone else around me? <laughs> so I was like, well, huh. but, um, but what I realized was that I had become somebody without telling anybody that everyone felt comfortable coming and telling their truth, that I'd Mm -hmm. become somebody that they could come and they could share their life with in an area, in a place that was free of judgment, that was free of criticism, that had nothing but acceptance Mm -hmm. and that there had been enough opportunities that I had been willing to be vulnerable in our group settings that these women know knew that they were safe to come to me. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that I had become a leader like that because mm-hmm. I was just doing my life and just doing right. my thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But that that became an opportunity for me to be a leader in mm-hmm. my workplace that, that is different from being the CEO or the yeah, CFO right. or, you know, but, um, but an entirely different kind of, um, a spiritual leader in a way. And it was mm-hmm. beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. Wow. So, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. It is. Now, do you think that one of them went out and said, oh my God, I just unloaded on, <laughs> on Jessica. <laughs> she was so great. And then, and that person <clears throat> said, oh, I've got some things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went and told that other person, <clears throat> you know, there's this girl in my office. <laughs> She's kind of like the house mom. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that was, yeah, is it passed around or was that organic? I'm not I, sure. Who knows? But, but a beautiful thing. Yeah, that. for sure. Right. I mean, who cares how it happened? Yeah. It, it, the fact that it happened is, yeah. is really cool. Yeah. That's great. But yeah. I have this whole vision in my head. Of, <laughs> you know. Go talk to Jessica. Right. Go and I think the Jessica. biggest thing was like the first person that came is somebody we talk all the time, you know, that it was like, hey, this is what's going on. And I share back like this is what's going on with me, blah, blah, blah. But when that third person came, that changed the face of the whole day for me. That changed the face of the whole reflection for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that it was like, this is a very difficult thing she was going through and a very difficult thing that was happening in her life. And she felt like I might have have um, some experience or tools or resources Mm -hmm. to be able to offer her or at the very least just some encouragement based on my own personal experience and and Mm -hmm. it was pretty beautiful Mm -hmm. so yeah well what motivates you Mm. and Uh, inspires (laughs) and inspires Um, I'll tell you what I think that I am most motivated or inspired by um, by uh, genuine, authentic, vulnerable, deep 
conversation. Um, what I love, especially with, um, I, I love it when it's, it's pretty common when, when a group of women get together, man, they're willing to talk about whatever and we'll all talk about the weather and that's great, but that we will talk about deep stuff. Right. And, right. That, um, and, and even women that don't all know each other, but there is, there is this common sharing, this common opportunity for vulnerability. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I've also found that in, um, in my friends and, and fellows that are in recovery, they have been absolutely forced by life to go deep, mm-hmm. to go deep to the roots of their behavior, their addiction, their alcoholism, whatever it might be, and and find the root of those behaviors and overhaul their life, right? With a mm-hmm. with a full, extreme, intentional change that I will behave I will behave the same. They like it's not old behavior if I keep doing it. Right. right. And and that that for me, like drinking or drugging is that's the result of the, of the belief. Right. And right. so I have to go in and like overhaul the belief. So when those peeps, when we all get together and we all go out to dinner, we all hang out and have a barbecue or whatever, man, the conversation is deep because we're all willing to like tell on ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to tell you what a total goofball I was. I'm willing to tell you like, uh, like with, with gravity and also simultaneous levity, like some of the goofiest behavior that I've ever participated in or damaging or this or that. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what motivates me when people are willing to share the squishiest parts of their soul. Right. That's, that's like, yes, give me more. Like Mm -hmm. I do not love, um, like networking events where we, everybody stands and talks about the weather and stuff. I'm like, let's have some gritty conversation and let's laugh. And, Mm -hmm. and you know, I don't always want to have like sad, sad conversation, but I want people to share who they really, really are Right, Mm -hmm. like goofy and quirky and odd. And, you know, I like, I, there have been, there have been a half a dozen times in the last couple of weeks where I've done something or said something. And then I've looked at my oldest and I've gone, it's going to take a real special person to, to love me. <laughs> like super special, you know, but, but I, because I want to just be entirely me. I want to mm-hmm. be the me that says hi to the animals. When we drive by, say hi to the deer. My kids make fun of me. I gobble I, at the turkeys. I so. do that too. So you are not alone, right? I do it all the time. And my husband says, you know, they can't hear you. I said, they know I'm talking to them. So, yeah, right? dude, we're vibing. Just doesn't it's matter. Fine. Right. <laughs> I always moo at the cows. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I'm like, look at the mooers. So then yeah. I said to my um, son, we were on a road trip yesterday and I go, look, at, there were horses and I go, look at the nayers. And he goes, I don't think that's a good one. <laughs> and I go, mooers. Yes. And he goes, no. I go, can I call them horses? He goes, people just usually do horses. <laughs> I was like, that seems so boring. I know. You know, but, um, but that's what motivates me truly mm-hmm. is, um, is, getting to participate in that kind of um, Mm -hmm. interaction with people where we really get to share, uh, like see each other's souls and appreciate Mm -hmm. each other's souls, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. hundred percent. I heard um, once many years ago that women over 50 uh, uh, in particular really rely on uh, their friends, girlfriends. And um, as we're talking, I'm thinking, well, maybe that's one of the reasons why, because we have the opportunity and are old enough and experienced enough to share things. And we've kind of gotten over the 
the you don't talk about that yeah you or, don't talk about that yeah, or yeah. yeah like oh my god I farted when we had sex the other yeah day. we're confident you know? in who we are now we <laughs> yeah. don't yeah let's be real <laughs> right like, it's gonna take a special person I fart all the time it's just whether or not it's smelly is the only difference right well, exactly but I'm a gassy girl if we're gonna talk about <laughs> I farts I say know. toot or oh I pooted or I tooted oh, right. every time or if I burp I go burpe <laughs> <laughs> and, and Stu says, you know, you say that every time you burp. And I go, I, okay, well, okay. right. He goes, I know you just burp because you say it every time I burp. And then I go, burpe. <laughs> We've got a thing where my goat, where I'll be, I'll smell. And I'll be like, dude, did somebody fart? And one of my kids will be like, I just farted. And I go, Hey, you got to own your fart, man. Just say you it. Just, you have right. to say, excuse me. You have to own your fart. It's literally like, yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent. Would be the first time. First time in two years. I yeah, think. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. First time. <laughs> that's getting to the heart of the matter. <laughs> now we're right. So that's what someone's like. Oh, deep conversation. Right. No, but genuine. Yeah, exactly. That's what we just had. Like, yeah, good. you know, nothing's nothing's off limits. No. And mm-hmm. that's something that I know my friends know about me. That mm-hmm. nothing is off limits to talk about. My kids know that nothing is off limits to talk about. And it, that, God, what a beautiful way to live. Well, right. I just think it's healthier because when you keep hiding things and you're afraid to talk of things, then then I just feel people become more insecure about who they are and what, what you can and can't. You just don't get to know people right. all the way because you're afraid to say, well, I don't know if I say that they might think I'm weird or I might, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Well, sometimes people are like, well, and they're going to think I'm weird. And I'm like, I am. Yeah. Right. right. So, and what's wrong yeah, with that? Welcome. Yeah. Get, yeah. get on board or yeah. not. I yeah. don't know. But yeah. I, I think that. Embrace your weirdness. Yeah, dude. Embrace your right. oddity for sure. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I want like for a decade, we would go to the mountain and, um, and my family had a, uh, custom crocheted helmet cover that was one of the minion heads mm. so all around the mountain it was like follow the minion and I used to teach the at the free ski school lookout pass and I'd wear my minion helmet cover mm-hmm. I had a penguin first and then I you know and I'm in my at that point I was in my 30s and like who cares dude right. I don't know they crack me up I'm yeah. not you know I own it yeah. I yeah. don't care. I, like I saw somebody with like a little fishy backpack and I, like it was the shape of a fish and, but it was a grown woman. And I was like, Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, want, I want your backpack. Where'd you buy that? Where'd you get that? Yeah. I need one of them. hundred <laughs> percent. That's too cool. Hey y'all. It's Jason from Tubbs Coffee Roasters. We are North Idaho's specialty coffee roaster. We are homegrown and we are local. We love coffee and we love our community, especially Allie and Callie in our cast. We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden, and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. So what are your plans for the future? What what are your what is your ultimate goal? What oh. would you love to do? Well, I um I 
although I've been speaking, doing public speaking, probably in an intentional manner for about a decade, mm-hmm. I just launched a full website Good. and uh, and a, you, you know, a LinkedIn page and an Instagram page and a Facebook page. And, and I know I need to do a TikTok too. I just have to wrap my mind around that time and planning, mm-hmm. but, um, but it's, for the first time, I've always said like, well, if the world was perfect and all the planets were aligned, I'd do that all the time, you know, mm-hmm. and the universe would like offer me these opportunities sporadically. Right. And last summer I thought, why? And I, somebody said, well, you know, well, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, if the world was perfect and all the planets were aligned. <laughs> so I'm like, why don't I actually partner with the universe? Mm-hmm. How about I'm like, hey, universe, I'll get on board. Yeah. And so I, um, this, the, at the beginning of this year, started working with the marketing team so that we could put together um, a place where people can find me yeah and um and what was amazing was um knock marketing the team at knock marketing mm-hmm. here in town did an incredible job love, love and a uh, huge fan had a great conversation and they're they're really willing to like grow with the whole vision you know um over the course of time big fan what was awesome was i had footage from a whole different t- bunch of different times that I'd spoken and mm-hmm. they were able to um with their incredible um editor guy smushed it all together mm-hmm. into this like two minute video of that gives you the vibe of what it's like to maybe have me at an event it's this like yeah. hey I've done this before right uh-huh. <laughs> you know and um and here's a little an example of my stage present here's an example of my um of my um some of my concepts and and you know just gives you a little bit of content teaser right mm-hmm. and it's all on the website so um if you go to jessica-bonar.com and it's bonar that's b-o-n-a-r it's like really close to a dirty word but it's not <laughs> so i have a kid in middle school it's tough that's yeah a tough that's tough name. i know um and so but jessica-bonar.com and um you can go there gives you some information about me a little bit of background about me and then the three different pillars of things i speak on and then if you want want to um, get a hold of me there's a book me and you can fill out the little intake gives me an idea of what your event or idea might be mm-hmm. and that starts our dialogue so um, what's awesome is I can speak lo- locally regionally nationally or internationally so there's no limits on what that looks like <laughs> and and it's really all different kinds of um, groups too we can like I said I spoke at this um, uh, women's event in town I've spoken at women's chamber events and, and such mm-hmm. but I've also spoken at corporate events that are so it's, we're not limited to, to women. We're not limited to inspiring women only. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one, one thing I would encourage you if you, um, uh, I spoke a couple of years ago at the day of influence. So if you search the day of influence, Jessica Bonar, the pit, mm. and, um, there's a, like an 18 minute talk I did. And that was, um, an opportunity. Somebody said, if you only had 15 minutes left on the planet, what do you need people to know? Mm. And I said, Oh, that there's a good life and it's available to you regardless of who you've been or what you've done. I do not care. It does not matter. There mm. is a good life and it's available to you. Mm-hmm. And he said, awesome. Tell me more. And I shared with him some of my past and my history. And he said, okay, that's incredible. Cause I've only ever known you in a professional setting. And I had no idea that you were a 
drug addict. I had no idea that you were an alcoholic. And um, I've only ever seen you in a business suit in town. And mm-hmm. um, and he goes, so you need to share that. Mm-hmm. He goes, but I, it's great that you've been to the pit, but I need you to let people know how do you get out. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so I've got some like, it feels a little hokey, like, and here's three ways to get out of the pit, you know, but it was this, um, this opportunity to share that transferable, actionable. So it's, it's one thing to, to inspire somebody. It's another thing to transfer that in an actionable way where they feel empowered to do something with it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's the key. So, um, gosh, what's beautiful is I get to do my job at advanced benefits and I have enough flexibility in my schedule to also do this. So I don't have to pick one or the other. I get to meet that purpose statement Mm -hmm. where I get to find simple solutions to complex problems that'll change people's lives, um, in both areas. So it's like professionally I'm meeting my purpose and personally I'm meeting my purpose. Right. And so um, I love how you say that so fast. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, say that one more time. She's a speaker. A little slower. (laughs) She can do that. (laughs) I must inspire people with simple solutions to complex problems that'll change their life. I love that. It's perfect. It is perfect. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Speaker, yeah. Motivator, motivator, life changer. Right? That's right. Life changer. See, I saw that. I That's read on it. my website. I saw it. Make you laugh and cry in two minutes. <laughs> I love it. That's right. I love it. We did mostly laughing here, so it's yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. You didn't get that deep. Yeah, which that's all right. Probably good. That's all right. But we covered today. Parts. Yeah, yeah, that, we did. And that's so fun. my potential suitor out there, I just want you to yeah. know, it's going to take a special person. Because <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, I was in like my yard work outfit, you know, where everything's mismatched and it's like the worst clothes you own and stuff. And I've like my hair's all in disarray because I'm going to go in the backyard. So who cares? And I come down the stairs and like my, you know terrible outfit and my son looks at me and I go it's gonna take a special person uh. <laughs> just saying you know because <laughs> like anybody can tolerate that but it's gonna be someone who's gonna be like you look hot babe yeah right. and I'll be like okay oh my goodness <laughs> great so are you speaking anywhere pretty soon that mm. anybody might be able to come to? Oh, I wish I was. So if anyone's listening, book me so that I can. Yes. Um, the next thing that I have on the books right now is for early 2023. So oh, wow. um, I put in for an event in September, but um, I put in like my, you know, proposal, mm-hmm. but it did not meet their needs. So, um, so I'm hoping that the universe will provide opportunities for me to partner with it sooner than next march mm-hmm. well yeah you know what they Absolutely. say you put it out to the universe and it'll it usually happen. answers right so. Hooray. yay hear yes. me people right yeah <laughs> yeah this is so great right you can check her out at jessica hyphen bonar b-o-n-a-r.com <laughs> yes yes and there's all the links to her social media right there on her website mm-hmm. yeah and if you're so inspired Booker. Um, yeah, Booker. Booker, Daniel. Or if you find right. out that she is uh, is speaking somewhere and you have the opportunity to go hear her, I really encourage you to do that. Thank Absolutely. You. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Thanks yeah. Thanks for letting me you. come and hang out. Absolutely. This is awesome. I know. Super rad. Yeah. I didn't even cuss the whole time. So this Very is good. great. Well, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do today, make sure you inspire... And and motivate and you're creative creative. because it takes a creative mind to be inspirational i like that (laughs) have a great day
The Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.